Next Chapter Podcasts. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Join Play On Premium to get merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, playwrights, and directors who brought it all to life. Go to ncpodcasts.com and subscribe to Play On Premium to support the art and the artists. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On podcast series, Othello. Episode 2, Beautiful Soldier. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. And remember, beware of jealousy. Let her have your verdict, Duke, and know, as heaven's witness, I want not this to please the palate of base appetites, nor do I seek to assuage the heat of young lovers, for I am defunct in the ways of the young and immune to simple carnal delight, but to be free in her free and bounteous mind, yes, that, yes, And heaven bless you, do not think I, your serious and great warlike business, will short when she is with me. It will be as you privately determine. Whether she stays, whether she goes, war is calling, and speed must answer it. You must leave here tonight. With all my heart, I away. At nine in the morning, we'll meet here again. Othello, leave an officer behind, and he will bring you all of our reports. If it please your grace, my faithful servant, Iago. Here, sir. A man he is of honesty, and the man he is that I do trust, and thus to his carriage I assign my wife. Let it be so. Good night to everyone. Good night, night, Duke. Good night, good lord. Most noble Brabantio, if real goodness is ugliness's lack, your son-in-law's more beautiful than black. Goodbye, brave sir. Use Desdemona well. (laughs) Watch her close, brute. She has deceived her father and might you. (laughs) My life I give on trust of her faith. Honest, Iago, my Desdemona must I leave to you. I pray you. Let your wife Amelia attend to her, and bring them to me in comfort and speed. Come, Desdemona. (laughs) I have only but an hour of love and attention to spend with you, and we must, we must obey the time. (laughs) Iago. What say you, Rodrigo, noble friend? What should I do, you think? Wife, 
go to bed and sleep. <laughs> I will immediately drown myself. <laughs> if you do, I shall never love you again. <laughs> wow, you are a silly man. It is silliness to live when living is torment. Death can be life's prescription. May my death be my life's physician. Oh, wicked man. I have lived now on this earth four times seven years, 28. And ever since I could tell the difference between kindness and mischief, I have never known a man that knew how to love himself. I change my humanity with that of a baboon before I drown myself, bereft of a dumb bird's love. What should I do? I confess it is my shame to be so in love, but it is not in my power to have strength to change it. Power? Fuck! It is in ourselves that we are what we are or are what we are not. Our bodies are our gardens, and we are the gardeners. If we plant stinging nettles or sow nourishing lettuce, if we grow cleansing hyssop but strangely harvest thyme, if we solely plant one herb or distract the soil with many, if the land of the mind be sterile with idleness or manured in industry, that is all within the will of the gardener. <sighs> if our lives do not have the scale of reason to balance the scale of sensuality, the essential baseness of human nature would propel us into preposterous outcomes. Thankfully, we have reason scale. To cool our raging, our carnalities, our unbidden lusts. Speaking of which, I believe you call lust by love's name. That is not so. This is merely a lust of the blood and insubordinate will. Come, be a man. Drown yourself? No! Drown cats and blind puppies. I have professed myself as your friend, and I have confessed how knit I am to you with ropes indestructible. I could not be better positioned as a friend to you than I am now. Put money in your pocket. What? Or don a fake beard. Become a soldier. Join the war and change your luck. If not, put money in your pocket. It cannot be long that Desdemona continues to love that monkey. Put money in your pocket. Nor will it be long that that monkey continues loving her. It was a sudden beginning to their joining, and you shall see an answering sudden ending. Put money in your pocket. Mm -hmm. These foreign brutes are a changeable sort. Fill your pocket with money. The food of love that to him right now is bounteous and luscious will dry up, leaving only bitter gourds for food, and Desdemona's love will morph, seeking youth and vigor. When she is sated with the black's body, she will discover the error of her choice. Therefore, put money in your pocket. If you need to damn yourself to hell, do it in a more elegant way than drowning. Make all the money you can. Yes. Moral superiority and the frail vows between a wandering barbarian and a cunning Venetian twat cannot be too hard for my wits in all the tribes of hell. I promise you that you will enjoy her. Therefore, 
make money. <laughs> Damn thoughts of drowning yourself. It is not the way. Instead, see yourself hanged for attempting to taste the joy of the woman you want. Then be drowned and go without her. Will you be fixed firm to my hopes if I depend on you? Rest assured in me. Go. Make money. I have told you often, and I will tell you again and again, I hate that animal. My cause, our cause, my friend, is heartened due to my hate. <laughs> Let us conjoin our causes in our revenge against him. If you can make him cuckold, drive Desdemona away from his arms, you do me a pleasure. Time is pregnant with many future calamities. Go. Go and get you some money. We will talk more on this tomorrow. Goodbye. Where should we meet in the morning? At my lodging. I'll meet you quite early. Go now. Farewell. One more thing, Rodrigo. What say you? No more thought to drowning, you hear? I am changed. Then farewell. Put money in your pocket. I'll sell all my land. <sighs> Thus have I made that fool into my purse. For I'd insult my own prodigious skill by wasting time on such an idiot, if not for sport and profit. I hate the ape. It is thought abroad that between my sheets he has had my wife. I know not if to be true, but I, just because of the suspicion, must behave as if it is. He thinks of me well. All the better to work my will on him. Cassio's a proper man. Let me see now. To get his position and fall the beast in double villainy, how? How? Let's see. After some time, I'll abuse Othello's ear. Say Cassio's too familiar with his wife. He's a good-looking man with charisma. Quite easily framed as making women false. The monkey has a free and open nature that thinks men honest if they seem to be so. And he can be gently led by the nose as asses are. I haft. It's all figured out. Hell and night must bring this monstrous birth to the world's light. This is Sally Kate Holmes, Managing Director of Next Chapter Podcasts, here to tell you about a pretty cool new offering from our friends at Apollo Podcasts. You can now find the play on podcasts on Apollo Plus, a creator-owned platform where every subscriber helps audio fiction creators such as us. You can listen ad-free, early access to exclusives, behind-the-scenes supercuts, and more on Apollo Plus. On top of all that, 70% of the revenue on Apollo Plus goes directly to creators. Join Apollo Plus through the Apollo Podcasts app or by going to apollopods.com.
What from that bluff can you see out at sea? Nothing at all. It is very rough water. Ah, the wind is also roughing up the land. A fuller blast nest shook our battlements. If it be the Turkish fleet was not sheltered and harbored, then they are drowned. It is impossible to bear this out. Yous! Men! Our wars are done! This dreadful tempest has so banged the Turks, their activities halt! A noble Venetian ship saw the grievous destruction and ruin sink almost all their ships! <laughs> How? Is this true? A ship is harboring, one from Verona. Michael Cassio, lieutenant to warlike general Othello, comes now ashore. The general's still at sea and is on his way here to us at Cyprus. I am glad. He'll make a fine governor. But Cassio, though he bring us comforting word about the Turkish loss, he still looks quite sad and prays the general be safe. They were parted by the foul and violent storm. Oh, pray heaven he be. For I've served under him, <laughs> and he commands like a true soldier. Thanks, valiant soldiers who defend this isle, that so respect our general. Oh, let heaven give him defense against the elements, for I have lost him on the dangerous sea. A sail! A sail! What noise? They just fired off a shot meant in greeting. Or friends, at least. I pray you, sir, go there and bring us truth on who has just arrived. I shall. Good lieutenant. Is your general married? Most fortunately, he has achieved a wife. How now? Who has just arrived? It is Iago, colonel to the general. Oh, he's had most favorable and happy speed. Tempests themselves letting go safely by the divine Desdemona. What is that? She that I spoke of, our great captain's captain, left in the care of confident Iago. Oh, behold, the riches of the ship come on shore. You men of Cyprus, let her have your knees. Praise to you, lady, and the grace of heaven before, behind you, and on every hand encircle you. I thank you, valiant Cassio. What news can you tell me of my lord? He has not yet arrived. I know nothing but that he's well and will be here shortly. Oh, but I worry. How did you lose each other's company? The great battle between of sea and skies parted our fellowship. A sail! A sail! But look! A sail! A sail. They shot a greeting a towards sail. our fortress. This is. also is a friend. Go! Get the news! <clears throat> Lieutenant, a recruit, Rodrigo. Sir. Sir? Good Colonel, you are welcome. Welcome, Mistress. Good sir. <laughs> Let it not gall your ego, good Iago, that I extend my manners. It's my breeding that allows me this bold show of courtesy. Sir, if she gave you as much of her lip as she <laughs> wags to me with offending tongue, you'd have had enough. Oh, no, oh. she barely talks. Ah, she talks too much. She's still talking when I have to sleep. In front of you, my lady, I promise she holds her tongue. A little bit quiet, but scolds with her thought. You have little cause to say that. Ah, come on now. You all 
are only picture perfect when outside. You are nagging noisome bells when you're at home. <sighs> Murderous wildcats in your kitchen, saints in your complaints, write devils when you've been offended, pretenders in your wifely duties, and hussies between the sheets. Oh, oh. Sh shame. Shame on you, you slanderer. No. It is, true. If not, then I'm a Turk. <laughs> you rise to play, then go to bed to work. Mm, you do not sing my praises. I do not. Do not mind him, Amelia, though he be your husband. What do you think, Cassio? Is he not a most wretched and coarse man? <laughs> he speaks directly, madam. You'd like more as a soldier than as a scholar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> my lady. Good to see you. Oh, look. The man is taking her by the hand. Yes, go on and whisper. With as little web as this, I will ensnare a great fly. Yes. Oh, smile on her, do. I will give you a comeuppance as fine as your own breeding. Oh, what? You're, you're saying something witty? <laughs> I'm sure it is witty indeed. Such behavior strips you out of your lieutenantry. The general! I know his trumpet! It's truly him! Oh, let's go meet him and welcome him! Look! Here he comes! Beautiful soldier! My dear Othello! It amazes me beyond belief to see you here before me. Oh, my soul's joy! If after every strong storm comes such calms, may the winds blow till they have wakened death. The heavens forbid death, but bless our love and comforts should increase, even as our days do grow. Amen to that sweet conjurer. <sighs> I cannot speak enough on this happiness. Words stop me here. It is too much joy. <sighs> <sighs> And this, let this, this be the greatest discord between us. Let this be the only fighting our hearts create together. You sing a good tune now, but I will change the key that makes this music as honest as I am. Come, let us head into the castle. The best news, my friends. Our wars are done. The Turks are drowned. Ha ha! How are my old acquaintances on this aisle? <laughs> my friend! <laughs> my general! <laughs> uh, honey, you will be adored here in Cyprus. I have found a great love amongst them. Oh, my sweet. <laughs> I blubber on out of fashion as I swim in my own joy. Please, good Iago. Go to the bay and bring me back my belongings. Also, lead the ship's captain back here to the castle. He is a good man, and his worthiness does merit much respect. Come, Desdemona. Once more, welcome my love to Cyprus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> If you are brave, as they say common men being in love do become, then, brave man, listen to me. Mm. Lieutenant Cassio keeps guard tonight, but first I must tell you this. Desdemona is 
unmistakably in love with him. Wait, what? With Cassio? Why, that's not possible. Put your fingers to your lips and hold them closed. Let your soul be instructed. Remember the violence with which he first loved that pontificating savage for letting all over his wartime bragging and his fantastical lies? Mm -hmm. You think she'll love him continuously through all his prattling? Ha! Don't let your sweetheart think on it. Her eye must be fed beauty. And what true delight is there in looking on dusky devils? When the blood is bored with lovemaking, there needs to be a beauty to inflame its fresh appetite. She'll need loveliness in looks, similarity in age, manner, demeanor, and all other respects, all of which he is defective in. Without these required qualities, she will find herself deceived and will begin to heave and contort, all in an attempt to cleanse herself of the beast. Nature itself will instruct her in this imminent upheaval and compel her to some second choice in man. Now, sir, if this is true as it stands is a most heavy and expectant conclusion, who stands ready to fill the lover's position but... Cassio. Cassio. A smooth-talking lowlife, so sophisticated in how he wears the clothes of civility and breeding to mask his true, carnal, and base form. None is more ready than he. A slippery and subtle fraud, a finder of opportunities, a man who can take advantage of a situation, though no clear advantage presented itself. A devilish rogue, a handsome rogue, a young rogue, a rogue who has all the outward qualities foolish, beautiful, and young women succumb to. He is a ladies' man, and Desdemona has her eyes on him already. I cannot believe that of her. She's the most moral woman. Fuck! Is the wine she drinks not made of grapes? If she was truly moral, she could never have loved the animal. Mother of bloody pearl, he says, moral. Did you not see her cradle the palm of Cassio's hands? Did you not see that? Yes, I did, but that was just... Lust like was in that hand play. And unassuming start to the story of their lust. They met so close with their lips that their breath embraced. What a vile thought, Rodrigo, when such intimacies are already made so plain, quickly follows far more intimate delights. Piss! But, sir, just let me guide you. I have brought you from Venice. Watch out tonight. I will place you in charge of the guard. Cassio does not know you. I will not be far from you, so you find some rhyme, reason, occasion to anger Cassio, either by speaking too loud or faulting his military prowess or through whatever other course in the moment you choose. Sure. He is rash and very sudden to temper, and he might just strike at you. Provoke him that he may. For from that act... I can cause those of Cyprus to rise in mutiny against him. 
Their ire shall not be squelched without the sacking of Cassio. In doing this, you create a shorter journey between you and your ultimate desire. Without the impediment of Cassio removed, there is no hope for your cause. I will do this if you will help bring the plan to bear. I promise you. Meet me soon at the Citadel. I must bring Othello's belongings from the ship. Bye now. Farewell. That Cassio loves her, that tale I believe. That she loves him, it could possibly be true. The ape, though he is intolerable, is of a constant, loving, noble nature, and I do, I do think he'll prove Desdemona quite a good husband. Now, I do love her too, not out of base lust, but out of my need for a just revenge. For I do suspect that animal has leaped into my bed. The very thought does like a poison gnaw away at my insides, and nothing can or will appease my soul till I am even with him, wife for wife! Or, <laughs> failing so, may I at least make him sink down into a jealousy so strong that no kind of rationale can help him. If that poor Venetian trash Rodrigo can just do all that I tell him to do, I'll have that Michael Cassio on my hip. Discredit him to the foolish general, for I fear Cassio had my wife as well. I'll make him thank me, love me, reward me for transforming him into a dumb ass, and by so playing on his peace and quiet, drive him into a madness. My plan's still confused. Patience. Evil's plain face is seen till used. It is Othello's pleasure, our noble and valiant general, that upon hearing the news that just now arrived, telling of the defeat of the Turkish fleet, that every man put himself to triumph. Those who wish to dance, dance. Those who wish to make bonfire, blaze. Each man take up whatever sport and joy your addiction begs. For besides the glorious news of a Turkish scalping, we also celebrate a marriage. Heaven bless the island of Cyprus and our noble general Othello. <laughs> Good Michael. You will guard the watch tonight. Yes, sir. Let's teach ourselves an honorable restraint. Let's not carry our partying beyond our discretion. Iago knows exactly what to do, but mm -hmm. notwithstanding with these my very eyes, I will watch. Iago is good. Michael, good night. Tomorrow morning, early as you can, come and let me have a talk with you. Good night, gentlemen. Come, my dear love, for the wedding purchase has been made. 
so let the next course ensue. The night's profit has yet to come between me and you. Mm. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. Good night. Good night. Welcome, Iago. We must now stand guard. Uh, pfft, not at this hour, Lieutenant. It's not yet 10 o'clock. Our general dismissed us early so he could be with his love. Desdemona. Who can blame him? He's not yet made want in the night with her, and she is beautiful <laughs> enough for a god. She's a most exquisite lady. And I bet you <laughs> she's full of fire. <laughs> Why, yes, she is indeed a very young and sweet lady. And what eyes she has. They beckon with invitation, yes? Yes. Her eyes are inviting and also <laughs> modest. Yes. And... But when she speaks, is it not a call to love? <laughs> she is indeed perfection. Yes! <laughs> well then, <laughs> happiness to their sheets. Come, Lieutenant, I have a pot of wine. Here we are, two Cypress fellows that must toast to the health of the Black Othello. Uh, not tonight, good Yago. I have a very... Poor and unhappy brain for drinking. I wish we could invent some other custom of entertainment. <laughs> now. <laughs> but they are our friends. Just one cup. I will drink the rest for you. I, I have already drunk one cup tonight, and that was craftily diluted. <laughs> and still, see me. I'm already wine sick. I don't dare task my body with any more. What are you saying? Uh, it is a night of revelry. The men demand uh, it. Uh, where are these men? Uh, here at the door. Uh, I beg you, call them in. I'll do it, but I don't like it. If I can get just one drink in him, with all that he has already drunk tonight, he'll be as full of quarrel and offense as a young woman's dog. Now for that brooding Rodrigo, whose lovesickness has torn him inside out. To Desdemona, he has been toasting. He's now bottles deep. And he's to watch with three other guards. Noble, swelling liquor that holds their duties at a wary distance. The many soldiers on this warlike island have I tonight flustered with flowing cups. And they watch too. Now. Amongst this flock of drunkards will I drop our dear Cassio in some action that will offend the isle. But here they come. What a wonderful meal. Let's drink. I hope I don't regret this. If gods of consequence favor my dream, my boat sails freely both with wind and stream. My God, they have given me a lot to drink. <laughs> Tell it true. A little bit. <laughs> Not more than a pint. 
My word as a soldier. More wine here. Ah! And little cups now. A clink, clink, clink. And little cups now. A clink, clink, Soldiers demanding from our lives take a span. So from these now, our cups we drink. More drink. wine. Boys. Scott, what an excellent song. I learned it in England, where indeed oh. they are most potent in swilling. <laughs> to the health of our general! <laughs> for that, Lieutenant, and I will outdrink you. Oh, <laughs> sweet England. Oh. King Stephen was a worthy lord uh, whose oh. pants cost a mere shilling. <laughs> He'd guard his pennies with his sword, <laughs> his peasant tail reeling. <laughs> he was a man of high renown, and you're of lesser degree. Oh. Pride and boast pulls <laughs> nations down. Wear old work cloaks with Asti. <laughs> more wine here. Hey. Oh, before God, that is a more exquisite song than the last. Will you hear it again? No, for I hold a man unworthy of his place if he does such things as sing. <laughs> well, God's above knows all. For there are men that must be saved and those that must go unsaved, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, good lieutenant. For me, no offense to the general or any other men. I hope to be one of the save, Ed. <laughs> and so do I, lieutenant. <laughs> yes, but, but with your permission, not before me. Oh. Lieutenant! Must be saved before Othello's colonel. Huh. Ah, let's have no more of this. Let's get to work. Mm. Do not think, gentlemen, that I am drunk. This, no. this is the colonel, and this is my right hand, and this is my left. I am not drunk now. I, I can stand well enough. <laughs> yeah, Excellent. you do. Uh, why, very well then. You must not think, then, that I am drunk. Uh, to the platform, men, come. Let's set ourselves up to stand guard. Senor, you see that fellow who just walked out? Yeah. He is a soldier fit to stand by Caesar and give direction, but... Can you see his vice? Eh? I fear the trust Othello puts in him. There will come a time when his drunken sickness will wreck the island. Is he often like this? It's increasingly how he goes to sleep. <sighs> Might be well the general were made aware of this. Perhaps he doesn't see it, or his good nature prizes the virtue that appears in Cassio and thus cannot see his evils. Do you think? Huh. It's such a pity. A strong foreigner should make such a weak man as that his second. One who has such a deep-seated wine sickness. It'd be an honest action to tell all to the chief. I won't. 
Not for this island. I love Cassio. And would do all I could to cure him of this evil. Help! Help! Listen, who calls? podcast series Othello was written by William Shakespeare and translated into modern English verse by Mfaniso Udafia. Radio play by Catherine Eaton. Directed by Victor Milana Maog. The cast is as follows. Jeremy Tardy as Othello. Barrett O'Brien as Iago. Kaylee Carter as Desdemona. Paul Jun as Rodrigo. Francesca Fernandez as Amelia, Tommy Schreider as Cassio, Lakeisha May as Bianca, Christopher Gurr as Brabantio and Lodovico, Rachel Crowell as Montano, Natalie Hegg as Duke, Clown, and Graciano. Casting by the Telsey office, Karen Castle, CSA. Voice and text coach, Julie Foe. Cultural consultant and dramaturg, Martine Key Green Rogers. Original music, mix, and sound design by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix engineer and dialogue editor, Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The managing director of business operations and partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. And with very special thanks to Michael Christopher Turner and the Performing Arts Department of Northwestern University. The Play On Podcast series Othello is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcast.com for more about the Play On podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play On Shakespeare. Subscribe to Play On Premium on Apollo Plus for ad-free episodes and join our Patreon for exclusive merchandise and early commercial-free releases. Go to playonpodcast.com for our bonus content, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, beware of jealousy. Join Play On Premium to get merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, playwrights, and directors who brought it all to life. Go to ncpodcasts.com and subscribe to Play On Premium to support the art and the artists. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
next chapter podcasts.